we always do this. What's our opening? You're on your own for this one, bud. We're do talking about two superhero things this week, so how do we merge them together? Um, you ever miss the boys? Well, this week we're talking about Miss Marvel and the boys. <laughs> it, it, you don't want to miss the Marvel wow. of the boys and also Miss Marvel. <sighs> Nailed it. Uh, this week, hello. Hi. Welcome back to Rumi's Talking. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Jackson. Hi, Camden. Uh, welcome back to Rumi's Talking Movies. This is the next best stop for all things movie news and reviews. We were just saying hello to each other. I'm your host, Dane, and enjoying with me today, as always, are my co-hosts, Camden. Hello. And Jackson. Good afternoon. And we're back this week to not cover one, but two shows. And normally, this takes a long time for us, but uh, this week we're doing uh, we're doing super, super awesome, very quick reviews on both. We have The Boys Season 3 and also Miss Marvel. Both are, are very fun, but is uh, are, are either of them not as good as as people think? I don't think so. I think both are really great. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm a fan of both. But we'll get into it, Jackson. Calm down. Yeah. Sorry. I was getting a little ahead of myself there. He's freaking out over there. Jackson, we still have a butt ton of movie news and reviews to get through before we review these shows. Okay? Yes! So let's go ahead and jump into this this first one. Uh, it's my favorite time of the year, guys. It's award season, where I get really angry at things that I think should or should not get awards. And this is our first one we have is Stranger Things. Uh, Stranger Things 4, as they call it, instead of Stranger Things Season 4. All right. It's Season 4. Don't get ahead of yourself here. Um, this uh, show has received 13 Emmy nominations this year, Yay. which is a lot. That's a lot of them. Um, have you guys are you guys caught up on the strange things? Uh, I haven't seen any I'm, of it. I'm on episode one of season one. Um, haven't started it, but working on it. <laughs> yeah, it's, you're getting there. It was good. It was a good season. Do you think 13 Emmy nominations? I mean, it was good, but like, I think there's also a lot of other good TV shows. Of these 13 nominations, I don't really know what their categories were. Yeah, how many do you think they're gonna win? I think like eight. Probably. That's a lot. I was gonna say like five. Well, I mean, like, you know. They like... didn't get any for acting or anything like that. It's just for like production, music, best drama. Well, I always get confused. How can something win best drama and then you don't get any Emmy nominations for any of the actors? Because it was written well, but not acted well. Yeah. Mm. Well, how do you get that? Though? The I actors were terrible. Like, it I don't was. think that's fair to the actors or or in this case, maybe not, not fair for the show. Maybe the actors should get it, but not the show <laughs> overall. I don't know. Um, but that's our first one, and there's a plenty more to be coming from that. Speaking of actors, nice. Martin Lawrence says Bad Boys Four is going forward despite Will Smith's Oscar debacle. Uh, I had no idea there were three he, bad boys in the world. Mm-hmm. There's about I, to be a fourth one. I'm a little shocked. I'm a little taken aback right now. I think I need to take a minute. Yeah, this is really this is new information. I uh, I mean, I don't, I don't think any has anything stopped from Will Smith sna- slapping Chris Rock. He's not in the academy anymore. Oh, uh, that's uh, <laughs> he's, he's not Will oh, Smith no. anymore. <laughs> they legally no. took it. It's like John Cena at the WWE. The academy owns the name Will Smith, so they took it from him. He's just redacted until he gets back into the academy. Yeah, yeah I think that's right. Redacted to me. You know, it's better yeah. than being redacted. Uh, Miles Teller confirms he's in talks with Tom Cruise about a possible Top Gun three. Doesn't make sense. I think no, it makes but Jackson, sense. you didn't say. You, but you didn't say like you know it's better than being re- redacted. You didn't say Miles Teller or Top Gun. You just said a sentence. 
Yeah, Miles Teller confirms he's in talks with Tom Cruise about a possible Top Gun three. We're getting a third Top Gun, Dane, and that's better than being redacted. Okay, okay. I think all he said was like, "Yeah, um, I talked to Tom about it, and it's kind of up to Tom." (laughs) Like everything, (laughs) like everything in the world, Tom Cruise decides. Always up to Tom Cruise. You know what I would really like is if Top Gun three came out like two years from now. (laughs) So there's like a weird discrepancy from. Top Gun 1, and then like the 20 or so years between that one and then the second one, and then the third one just comes out like two years later, and it's like worse in every way than the first two. I hope they we got, do the opposite. We gotta blow up the moon. I, I hope they have a really Whoa, long dude, don't get time too controversial. between two and three, and that way Tom Cruise is even older and can't do any of the stunts himself. So like every action <laughs> scene is just Tom Cruise like hobbling around, and then he has to do like a dive roll, and you see like the hair color change, and and the build change a little bit, and then it's back it's to Tom just Cruise. A different, it's just a different ethnicity stunt uh, doubled. <laughs> I think that'd be fun. Speaking of fun, uh, Chadwick Boseman uh, has earned a, a posthumous Emmy nomination for What If, for his performance as Star-Lord Black Panther in that What If episode, which I so thought was true. the best one. Yeah, it's a good I episode. think that's cool. I thought, so true Emmy nominating people. I feel like it's really easy to get on the public side in the Emmy nominations, though, if, in like situations like yeah. this. Like if something comes out, they could be like, look at how good we are. In this case, though, I feel like it's very right. well deserved for like a voice performance. This was really well done. But I mean, right. I think it was Chadwick Boseman and then Jeffrey Wright were the two people who got Emmy nominations for What If. And then Loki got like six. Moon Knight got like uh, six or seven. And then uh, Hawkeye got appropriately two. Too many nominations. Hawkeye got two though, so what? I think I think that's fair. How are there so many nominations to be had? There's so many Emmys. They're all like the same genre of show. Like, what are they? What are they all getting nominated for? This is the Emmy for the same best thing? Marvel Disney Plus show. Oh, this one's also nominated. <laughs> is it every show? Oh, this category. Is also for the second best Disney Plus Marvel <laughs> show. All their nominations are just the rankings, but in different order. Yeah, that's how they have so many because they're all nominated for all of them. And then only like, Hawkeye you know, is nominated for, for fifth place. Yeah. Speaking of the MCU, Ryan Gosling debunks his Nova casting in the MCU, but he does want to play Ghost Rider. Too sexy. Don't we all? Can't play Ghost Rider. Too sexy. Don't we all? I mean, you know. Yeah, I need someone who has a nice yeah, skeleton. I, I need someone like Jack Skeleton. Ghost What's he didn't to? play Ken in the Barbie movie to play Ghost Rider? Because right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the Ghost Rider movie and Ryan Gosling's gonna be there and we'll be like, oh Ken from I'm Barbie. Like, oh, no, Ken from the Barbie movie. It's and Barbie then, too. I yeah. didn't know that. And then the movie's ruined for me because it's no <laughs> and then his longer. His head's Ghost gonna Rider. light on fire and he's gonna have he's gonna have a I'm skull. Like, no, and I'm gonna Ken, go, oh my god, Ken, Ken, stop! You're on fire, Ken. No. Oh, it's gonna be so sad. I think it's gonna be awesome. But then he'll ride a motorcycle, and I'll be like, "Oh, just Ken, you really are cool. I didn't know you were cool like that. (laughs) I didn't know you'd chill like that, Ken." You know, speaking of the MCU again, no, Jackson, (laughs) Russo, Russo brother, the one, only the one brother, not the other one. (laughs) Reveal that Secret Wars is their dream MCU project. You hear that, Dana? Russo brother reveal that you do literally that Secret Wars literally don't do anything, Jackson. Which I write one? this f-ing script every week. <laughs> I get it to you guys, and this okay. and this one so, I had to do very quickly. I feel okay. Like, I'm sorry. I feel like there was like. 
Can I talk? Russo Brothers, by the way. Can you shut <laughs> it's up? It's both of them. Your turn, Camden. Thanks. You're welcome. I feel like when like Infinity War and Endgame was coming around, you know, I feel like during their interviews, I remember them saying like, this is our dream project. Like, <laughs> yeah. We're so happy to do this. <laughs> and now they're like, oh, you know what would be a dream project? Uh, you know what our actual dream uh, project is? That was like a, a new one that, that was gets like a us more fever money. dream. This one's our dream project. I think especially after uh, their latest film, The Gray Man, came out with the Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans with the mustache and everything. It's had like eh reviews. I think like, oh, shit, we got to go. We got to get Marvel back. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't it be cool if we did like another endgame? That'd be cool. Uh, what do you think this secret war is going to be on? Just Kang? I It's a secret. I think it might be yeah. secret. And there might be some wars happening. We're, I don't think we're allowed to know that, Dana. I, yeah, it's. I'm pretty sure it's called Secret Wars. I, I really hope if it was the movie, public wars. It'd be. It'd be yeah, exactly. But. I really hope there isn't a movie about it at all, and it just happened. We di- we don't know about it. They're like, oh, Actually, remember the Secret Wars? Together no. by watching the other movies. There's there's screenings for it and everything, and they say like runtime of like two and a half hours and everything like that. But you get there, you sit down, it's just shh, and then the credits roll. Shh. Yeah. And so it's like, hey, you you go see Secret Wars, and you go no. I go shh, and they go right, right. Speaking of secrets, it's no secret that Alden Ehrenreich has joined Ironheart Disney Plus series now. He's the guy who played young Han Solo in the hit Star Wars movie, Young Han Solo. Yes. Oh, I love that Star Wars movie. Yeah. Young Han Solo. Yeah. <laughs> I wish that's what they called it, even though he's supposed to be like five years younger than Han Solo in the first one. Young Han Solo. Uh, who do you think young he's going to be? I don't think he can be Han Solo. We're going to have to chalk that one off. Um I'd like I'd like him to be Iron Man. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, I think he should be Iron be cool Heart. If he was Iron Heart. <laughs> yes, he's Riri Williams. Yes, uh-huh. he's playing Riri Williams. I think so. Playing Iron Heart. Iron Heart. That's a controversial. Yeah. That's a controversial casting. But I sorry, think that's you good. see, it's controversial, but it, it, it's true. I uh, it also Iron Heart is apparently going to have a much larger role in a Black Panther uh, Wakanda Forever than originally thought. Mm. Uh, do you guys know about the supposed plot leak? No. Don't spoil it. No. No spoilers on the podcast. What are you doing? We spoil things like all the time. Every plot leak we've seen has ne- we've in never the past has been it. true. They're all true. <laughs> like, we can't... Everything. Uh, we we did, like, a whole video reviewing, like, the Spider-Man yeah, trailer. And then we and were, like, pretty, like, 50%. We did spoil we were, like, the whole 50% movie. correct. Yeah. Which is so, still like, a I mean, lot correct. Uh, but Riri Williams... Technically, we spoiled it. Riri Williams is in Black Panther Wakanda Forever, but more so than we think. Which might be good, might be bad. We, we don't know. We'll have to see. Speaking of Black Panther Wakanda Forever, Daniel Kaluuya confirms he is not returning for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. It's a little sadder uh, note. Yeah, I wasn't so, as happy. You know how we said that um, for Riri due Williams. Due to his involvement with the movie, with the movie Nope, um, which I'm very excited Wait, to Wait, now see. I get it. Comes out Riri Williams is going to um, play Daniel Kaluuya's role now. No, no. Riri Williams is a fictional character. Riri Williams is Daniel Kaluuya. I don't know if you, yeah. you... Okay, yeah. No, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think so. It makes uh, sense. It, like, you really... You put two and two together, and you're like, wow. You know what else right. you're like, wow about, Camden? Dude, come on. And, <laughs> Adam Scott... <laughs> could have said, like, speaking of Marvel... Adam Scott joins... I already did that one. Adam Scott joins <laughs> Madam Webb's stag cast of Dakota Johnson... Emma Roberts and Sydney Sweeney. What are they doing with so, this movie? What is this movie? It's Madam Webb. It's that's Ben Wyatt. Right? Yes, that's Parks the guy from Parks and Rec. 
So we have the guy from Parks and Rec. We have the girl from Fifty Shades of Grey. We have the girl from Euphoria. Fifty Shades Darkest? Is that the last one? I don't know what it is. Fifty Shades Free. Fifty Shades Free, sorry. Don't don't forget, (laughs) we're reviewing that for Valentine's Day. (laughs) Only six months away. Uh, Yeah. Woo! Countdown to This is an interesting cast. I'm I'm kind of excited for it, to be honest with you. I hope this, like... The theory is that it's going to, like, tie them all together in Madam Webb's movie. I was just about to say, that'd be cool. Crazy. Um, well, like, that's like a leak, apparently. Oh, we just talked about not doing that. It's the Sony verse. That's not fair. (laughs) It's the Sony verse, so it doesn't matter. Oh, Oh, yeah. Like, Volta showing up at the end of Morbius, so you're like, let's do some good. I'm not kidding. There's a leak that at the end of. (laughs) It's so bad. Do you want me to tell you it? (laughs) I don't know. We don't do leaks here. Oh, my God. Kim, you might just have to. I'm so interested. It's very. It's. It's very Morbius esque. Ooh, very Morbius. So, at the end, of, in the post credit scene of Craven the Hunter movie, he just goes by Craven. Apparently, by the end of the movie, mm. <laughs> he's like no longer a villain, and he hears about <laughs> the vulture and some vampire attacking a city, <laughs> and he decides to go check it out. <laughs> I I hate it when the vampires and the vultures attack cities. You know what the worst part is? Because I was just thinking about this. They're gonna they're both animal based villains, so Craven falls under that. Mm-hmm. Like I'll hunt them. Although I'm not a hunter, I'm a vegan. Oh man, he's totally gonna. Also, say um, I I know we've touched on this, but I just want to reiterate: this Craven is Craven the Hunter's son, because Craven the Hunter is played by Russell Crowe, and this Craven is like I don't hunt animals; I help them. And I call bullshit on that because Craven the Hunter from Spider Man wears a fucking vest made out of a lion's head that shoots lasers out of the eyes. You can't tell me that's a pacifist kind of guy. Absolutely yeah, you not. Can. He's a pacifist kind of guy. I fell for that again. You know, I got an it's awful lot to complain about you two. But speaking of complaints, a bunch of VFX complainers, uh, no, I'm kidding. A bunch of VFX artists have been uh, complaining <laughs> about that. Marvel is a terrible client to work with Whiners, in terms dude. of uh, visual effects. Uh, and I thought we'd uh, yeah. talk about that a tiny bit. Marvel. Jackson's been saying this. I know. I really have. As a VFX employee, like Marvel, just f- every time I give them their finished product, they just slap me. They're like, "What the f- is this?" Like, "Geez, Marvel, <laughs> I just did this for you." They say you're not a VFX artist. How'd you get in here? Get out! Get out! I drew this for you, Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Put it on your fridge, please. <laughs> Why is the dog green? I just wanted to be fun. Get out of here, Jackson. Um, but have you uh, have we noticed that from time to time uh, in these past few Marvel projects, some things may be a little iffy in the visual effects department? Miss Marvel, actually. There were a couple of times where it's like, this doesn't look good. Oh, I thought Miss yeah. Marvel was the most consistent. I, I will, uh, I'll, I'll tell you the exact moment there were... when we get there, because it's kind mm-hmm. of a spoiler. But, but uh, there were moments that we touched on last week about like uh, the jumping scenes oh, with Thor. Thor. And yeah. uh, there's some things with uh, Doctor Strange where he'd be like flying towards the camera. And you're like, Ugh! Ugh! go back, yeah. go back. But uh, what do you think about this? You think maybe Marvel should just get off their high horse and treat uh, VFX artists like people? Yeah, probably. I think um, that's definitely. the key yeah, for any big, uh, you know, conglomerate to just treat their workers with respect. Like you, can, you can push out this many projects if you want to just treat them well and hire enough employees pay them yeah like actual wages yeah i think that either hiring more or 
spacing out these projects a bit more is going to make everything easier. I'm fine with waiting. Yeah, me too. But like, if they really want to push them out like this, you need more people just, to do it. Don't you got the money? Yeah, they have unlimited money. I looked at their bank account today on Google. It was unlimited. They you said did? it yeah. keeps growing. It's unlimited. unlimited. It was like the Star oh Wars. Gosh. Instead of unlimited power, it's unlimited money, Danon, because they unlimited own Star Wars. Money. Oh. Speaking of Star Wars, <laughs> you're such a Star Wars. Fan, I know, Jackson. right? You're right? such a Star Wars. Fan. Speaking of Star Wars, it's time to talk about trailers. There's no Star Wars trailer this week. I lied. The first trailer we have is a- there were if you looked at leaked videos. It's the leak episode. We it's the leak episode. We're gonna leak the entire. Camden, we got we got to be in control here. We got one leak an episode. You you held back on my Black Panther so you could leak that bad ass Craven the Hunter post credit scene. <laughs> so we no more leaks, no more leaks. But um, the, the first trailer we got is Harley Quinn season three on HBO Max. Uh, I love this show. The show is very fun and uh, it's very much like an animated version of like the Peacemaker show where they're they're very like fun caricatures of like Batman and everything like that. Like Batman's still serious, but everyone yeah, else is I've never seen this show. I think it's I want to. Time, I need to. I'm going to say, I'm going to rate this show a uh, 7 out of 10. Okay, that's very solid for not watching any of it. It was a pretty good, was a yeah. pretty good rating. <laughs> I've never seen it. I'm giving it, <laughs> I'm giving it a 4. This show's terrible. Don't watch I don't it. Think that, wow. I've really never seen like it. This show, huh? I don't think that I'd like watching this, so yeah. I'm just going to give it a 2. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this looks fun. Um, Nightwing. The, we're never going to get Nightwing in live action, are we? <laughs> no. Wing Knight. That's so sad to me. I feel like all the Robins would be cool to see in live action. And then we've had like one. Yeah. Right? They're too goofy. We've had. They're too goofy. We've had Dick Grayson in uh, Titans. That's it, right? That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, we've had multiple Robins in that one. I was thinking oh. movie wise. Fair. We've had Nightwing. Jackson. Uh, you next really, up. Speaking next of I up thought you were going to set up something. Some, next so up on maybe. the trailer list. The Lord of the Ring, <laughs> Rings of Power. Uh, That's a little redundant. I feel like Lord of the Rings of Power. Yes, Lord yes. of the Rings of Power. Or Lord of the Rings yes. of the Lord of Power. Lord of the Rings of the Power of Rings. Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings of Power. Actually, nice. extend the title. Uh, this looks like an even better uh, visually looking show than Game of Thrones, which is really interesting. It looks good. It looks really cool. Yeah. Halo looked good, and then it was shit, though, so I'm really going to be hesitant on this. Could be anything. Could be anything. Could be anything. This is Amazon, though, right? Yeah. So chances are Amazon's been pretty consistent recently. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. not bad. I mean, the boys—they're making a lot of money off the boys. The boys. The boys. Um, but I think that with something like Lord of the Rings, as opposed to Halo, you already have like six films that you could kind of like. This is the vibe we're going for, kind of thing. Whereas Halo's like, what were the games like? Eh, f- it. And then they make a, sh- a show. Halo sucked, by the way. If you haven't seen it, don't watch it. Haven't. Not going to. Yeah, what do you give it? Having not seen it. Uh, two out of ten. Two out of ten. That's fair. That's fair, Jackson. I'm giving it a three because I I really like the uh the attempt. <laughs> I didn't. Time. I still haven't seen it. Um, but you know I, I think know they tried many. really hard on this one. I uh, they just didn't go well. I don't know how many episodes the Rings of Power is, but uh, if it's anything like the boys, I think a solid eight episode like start of this thing this could be really Dude, good. Dude, I was gonna say that there's there's gonna be eight episodes because there's eight words in the title. There's eight rings too. There's nine. But... Oh, <laughs> are there? Are there actually gosh. nine? I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know there was an actual. There's number. eight good rings. There's eight good Close. rings. Oh, that's what I meant. Yeah. Perfect. I knew that. It's all lining up. Speaking of uh, good lining rings, up. the day shift. It's an extra trailer we're talking about. Has a good ring to it. Yeah. Nice. 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 Uh, the people made Saved John it. Wick. They're making a vampire hunting movie. This looks fun. Mm-hmm. It does. It looks. Jamie Fox. Bam. Goodbye, vampire. 
He's playing Jamie Foxx. Playing again. Jamie Foxx, literally. I love it. The actor Jamie Foxx. They I say that they're it. like, "Oh, Jamie Foxx, can you kill some vampires for me?" And he says, "Of course." Hey, Jamie. Who? Jamie Foxx? Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> this uh, this looks like what um, Army of the Dead wanted to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're like, "Look at how fun this mm-hmm. is," and then when you watch it, you're like, "I mean, it's it's fun," and then it's not. This one just seems like nonstop fun. Snoop Doggy Dog. Yeah, they put Snoop Dogg in it. He gets a gun. A Snoop gun? Doggy dog. Dog. Not a dog. He doesn't get a dog. I don't think. No, I said Snoop Dogg. Um, he should. Maybe he gets a dog somewhere somewhere in the movie. It'll be a subtle reference to his uh, his artist name. <laughs> I just think, a subtle reference. Yeah, it's just a cool little like, blinking. What's this reference. dog's name? Snoop Dogg. Hmm, dog with two G's? Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Snoopy. Snoop Dogg with two G's? Cool. Um, but those look fun. You know what? what was fun? The first show that we're going to talk about this week, Miss Marvel. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Speaking of bada bing, bada boom, Camden, huh? you want to do the plot? Yeah, I'll give you a plot of Miss Marvel. So, um, where do we even start? So, Kamala Khan, right? She's like, she's just living her life and her parents are super strict. But she's really obsessed with the Avengers, in particular, Captain Marvel, Okay. And so she's like, gosh, I really want to go to AvengerCon, but my parents aren't going to let me go. So I'm just going to sneak out and I'm going to go anyways. But before she sneaks out and goes, she has she finds a little bangle that her grandmother had. And she's like, what? What's this from? She brings that bangle to AvengerCon and she wears it at AvengerCon. And that bangle might have some special special properties that might unlock some special capabilities that may lead to some certain events happening. That's well. We'll leave it there for now. <laughs> and may- maybe, maybe, maybe you're maybe not. Maybe you're maybe not like super cosmic beings, and maybe you're maybe not no. the the superhero police. Maybe maybe yeah. not. Oh, we don't know. We don't know. No, I don't think so. Probably not though. Uh, but uh, without saying too much, we're only going to pretty much spoil slight spoilers at the end, just to talk about like the final scene and the post credit scene. But for the most part, we'll keep it kind of vague for your sake. Uh, but speaking of characters, let's talk about some characters. Jackson, what do you think of Miss Marvel? You know, great character. Honestly, the, it was this actress's Iman Vel- Iman Iman Vellani. Iman Vellani. Iman Vellani. It was her first debut. I thought she did good. Karen had a little bit of issue with her like eye. She she did this brow a lot. She would do like the Dwayne the Rock Johnson like one eye, brow up. <laughs> she kind of did, yeah. Uh, and that was Karen's issue. But no, I thought she did a great job. Um, and like the character, you you sympathize with with her. Um, can't talk too much about like what goes on, but but the story is interesting too. I think this has a lot of like Spider Man Homecoming vibes, where it's really cool seeing like mm-hmm. the high school element of right. it, and then also balancing these new powers, which aren't the same as the ones from the comics. These ones are much more think Green Lantern, but not the 2011 Ryan Reynolds movie. You know, they started off the series with her making a YouTube video. And I thought that was kind of be how the whole series goes. Like, she kind of, like, records her experience. And then that never happened again. So I honestly forgot that even happened. Yeah, I, I thought about that, like, in episode three. I was like, did, did they ever touch on that again? And then they never did. Interesting. Yeah, but, I think overall, well, you know, we'll get into, like, what works and what doesn't. But, like, that's our every segment, character works, kind of... Yeah, every character kind of suffers from the six-episode format, and there's not, like, too much time for them to be fully developed and fully fleshed out. 
but for the titular Marvel is an exception but like I think she's I think over overall like probably like the best one you know yeah having the the most time to flesh stuff out but this is just the start for this character uh of course Miss Marvel is not facing all of her problems alone she also has her best friend and a quote-unquote guy in the chair Bruno uh, who the actor was originally one of the top runners for the MCU Spider-Man. I think Bruno's a great character. I feel terrible for this character. Good for him. This character is just yeah. Got... He kind of went through it. Yeah, poor guy. Dude, dude gets like, dude gets like trashed around this entire. He's so series. smart too. Not even does he yeah. get like, like his emotions played with. He also gets physically beat up multiple times. <laughs> yeah, and this guy doesn't have powers. He's just a dude. He's a really smart dude. It feels like everyone else has something cool happen to him. And he, not him. <laughs> yeah. No, people just keep coming to him with problems. He solves it. And then something bad happens to him. Yeah. It's like, Pretty oh. Much. Free this, our boy Bruno. This apartment that I live in where I'm an orphan got blown up. But at <laughs> least I was able that. to help you. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Paul. Ha- hey, hashtag we don't talk about Bruno enough. You know? Yeah, that's what I'm True. saying. Put some respect on his name. Kamala Khan's whole family has a huge part to play in like her exploration and development as a hero and a character. And I feel like the familiar familial person that fits that bond the most is Maniba, which is her mother. Uh, she's in every single episode with Kamala. And they have a great relationship in terms of like the stern mom and the child who just wants to be a child kind of thing. I thought it was good. Yeah. I thought their dynamic was very good. And I thought it was like very true to like a lot of situations in real life um but i think that the again with the six episodes they like very quickly had a lot of character development that, like, yeah I felt like it, it did feel rushed it was happened. like early on in the series yeah. extremely strict three episodes in never mind do what you need to do <laughs> pretty much and then uh without getting into too much detail um her father and her brother are also great characters as well I think they right. all, they all together make a very realistic depiction of a family. And her cousin. And her cousins. Yeah. And what, what's her name? N- Nakia? Yeah. Was that her cousin or her best friend? Or both? Cousin. And best friend. Okay. Both. So both. So yeah. To answer, it makes to, to answer your question, Jackson, both. I didn't browse as the best friend for Anna. <laughs> uh, but no no Disney Plus show is complete without a villain. Uh, and this one, we have uh, Najima, which is a uh, clandestine which is a new thing that they introduced in uh, the MCU. They're fine. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like a, I, I don't know. I didn't like this villain because the villain was like nice to Miss Marvel at first. And I was like, never mind. You didn't do this thing in time. It just felt Jackson, so rushed. But it was just quick. But now, Jackson, I, I do want to um, reiterate to you. I'm pretty sure that's like, like 80 percent of all the marvel villains i know it just it just felt like like... nice to someone and then like that literally happens in far from home where mysterio's like come on guy and then the second thing starts. okay but mysterio was evil from the start i'm pretty sure najima actually wanted miss marvel to help her and then a day passed and she was like you haven't helped me yet i'm evil now (laughs) yeah that was a little (laughs) ridiculous she was like I need more time. And she was like, she was like no. you don't get more time. Yeah, we need to go back now. Dude, you've been here for thousands of years. <laughs> you can like, wait yeah, another couple like, of days. 
there's no it wasn't like turning red where it's like oh the moon the moon's hot we gotta do it now the moon's here like, yeah, there's no like, like no. set timeline of like if this yeah, doesn't happen it was by like, this we time do we're it stuck anytime, here I mean, and i mean it wasn't just not yeah. najima there were multiple clandestines that were just like we don't know any of the rest of their names we don't though. i don't think they st- the only other them. one we know of is yeah. najima's there was, son. there was a group of them though oh perfect segue jackson right wow jackson we got cameron uh cameron sorry Comron is a good guy, despite his mom being evil. Which I mean, yeah. we're relatable, right? Right. right? Um. Uh, no, but us, he's yeah. introduced as like a complex sort of. Well, let's. Um. You can't. You can't have. Uh. You can't have a high school. Uh. Girl protagonist without a little bit of a love triangle, love square. There's a lot of love interests in this one, but they don't really delve into any of them directly, which. Is kind of like them, like man. We'll see. We'll see what the audience likes, and then we'll kind of go from there. Which one we want to follow? I think that's nothing, what doing. Yeah. Nothing fully developed with either of the people that Kamala Khan is interested in, but I feel like that's like their safety cards. They could be like, "We meant to do this person." See, but uh, speaking of love interests, the final character that we're going to talk about is Kareem, also known in the comics and in the show as Red Dagger. Now, in the comics, there's just one dude, Red Dagger, but in the show, they establish that the Red Daggers are like this group in uh, Pakistan that help with these sort of mystical sort of events while wearing red to fit with their club name. Because they're like Red Daggers, yeah. Yeah, they mainly use daggers, too, so they're yeah. really sticking to it. What? Yeah. Oh. I think he was a cool character. Yeah, another another thing, there was that miscommunication. It's like he just threw his dagger at her, not knowing who she was. It's like what is what is up with all this hostility? And then they fight for like a couple minutes and they're like, Wait, why are we fighting? Whoa. That's like the <laughs> That's actually the, we actually played a clip from his yeah, that was, was just I pulled it out. <laughs> that, that was that was a word, that was word for word, sound for sound. Uh yeah. But uh another great addition to the MCU. Now let's, uh, yeah. do you have anything else? Is it time to move to our famous segment, What Works, What Doesn't Work? Let's move to the let's, famous let's, segment. Let's let's get the show on the road, dude. Let's start off with What Works. I think that um, the overall uh, representation and exploration of uh, Pakistani-American experience in this show was done fantastic. They don't delve too far into th- anything. They don't make it like a, a lecture without making it like this isn't part of her character like the whole community that they build in the show really helps build the characters within the community also it kind of felt like um sam raimi's new york in the spider-man movies in that sense like the, it was its own like it was its yeah. own character in a sense like the the community was like its own like developed entity which was kind of cool and it was cool that they they don't they don't do anything directly without saying like this is this is this example of what we're trying to do but in the mcu but they have like the department of damage control coming by and then like going into mosques and then characters being like this is like the third time they've showed up here without a warrant or anything like that and you're kind of like yeah oh fuck the department of damage control right dude the cops were the representation of cops in the show was like hilariously sad you know like <laughs> there was one point when um without getting too much into spoilers, one of the char- main characters is like trying to like lure some cops one way and like he's not even like threatening or anything. And they just he's like just being goofy the and they like slam him. him into a window and just like start like wailing on him and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, take that. Damage control. Um, <laughs> Department of Damage Control. DODC. More like Department of Dummy. Yes, yes. Um. What else works for this show? I thought 
it was very creative. Uh, like, you know, just even, like, the title sequences where it said Miss Marvel, you got the, like, bunch of different art styles. Um, the first episode mm-hmm. in particular with, like, that YouTube video and, like, the introduction, I thought it was, like, you know, these guys are having fun. People making it, that is. This show has the thing of, like, episodes are directed by different groups of people, sort of like The Mandalorian. But I think if they had more uh, stylistic uh, consistencies with some areas, I think it would have overall made the quality of the show um, improve is that like the creativity and like mix between animation like daydreaming and then like live action stuff was done handled amazingly in the first episode and very very good in the last episode those two were directed by the same like two people hmm. but it wasn't like it wasn't like a loki or a wandavision or anything like that where it's like all the way through this one person i'm matt shackman i'm doing this whole thing it's like different people for different episodes which sometimes works like in the mandalorian and sometimes in this case uh it it takes away in some areas that are like some of the strongest points of the show but i thought that when they do do the animation like the daydreaming and all that kamala khan is a very fun character and creative so to have that like play into the way that the story is told is cool i i get what you're saying though it kind of did feel like they like ditched creative styles like throughout different episodes but I, i don't feel like it was necessarily that but more so that it was just different people you know? Yeah. So it's not like they were like, oh, I don't like what that person did. It's just like they're doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like, Which, I don't know. I don't know how to do I'm just going to do this one. Um, I think another thing that like doesn't necessarily work for the show and has Are we going really to what doesn't all know? of Fine. Let's go to what <laughs> Let's go to what doesn't <laughs> I forgot what I was saying. There it feels like there's like no cohesion between like all of the TV shows we've gotten. Like they've all just kind of like been like their own things. But I guess, like, they were all produced, filmed, and, like, written all at the same time, like, within, like, a seven-month period. So, like, it makes sense that there's no, like, communication between the shows and no, like, one kind of leads into another type thing. But I also feel like it kind of takes away from what made the MCU kind of cool in the past, you know? Yes, like, every episode, every movie, the post credit scene leads directly into the next one, or different things like that, or, like... If there's or not a even big like movie necessarily like has up, to like lead directly into it. Just like, like at Thanos. least like more referencing it or like more directly impacting the main story rather than just kind of being like, we're way over here. Yeah, for Thor The Dark World not being like the best MCU movie, it had one of the best post credit scenes where they have like the two Asgardian people drop off the reality stone to the Collector and they're like vastly different like styles. But the Collector is like one down, five to go. And you're like, oh shit, this is going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. So I think more yeah. of that in the future will help. And I also think that they're starting to film these more like separately now. I think this first wave of MCU shows, like you were saying, like all all together kind of thing. I think Moon Knight was probably the first one that was like its own separate thing entirely because that had like yeah. no collaboration at all, which I think was what makes it one of the better ones. But fingers crossed we get more of that. Uh, is it is it time to talk about that last episode? Let's talk about some slight things. Let's just jump into it because it was uh, a good last episode. It was Definitely a good last episode. Banging. It was a banging finale. Uh, this probably might might take the cake. I mean, it's a fucking low hurdle that the Disney Plus shows have been giving themselves, but this might <laughs> yeah. be the best finale. Most of the finales are pretty I stinky, so this one is really solid. Um, if you don't want any spoilers going into Miss Marvel, feel free to just skip ahead like 10 minutes to our The Boys Season 3 uh, spoiler-free review. And um, if not, we will catch you next week for our Comic-Con coverage episode. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> 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 Jackson, you, want, you have any last thing to say to those people who are skipping ahead? Uh, watch the show and c- come back in the future. Good 
Good job, Jackson. You're welcome. So she says it. She says in Biggin. She says her catchphrase. She that's says her catchphrase. I was I was wondering because she just said that. It was, and I was cringy, like, Yeah, was I was like, that's kind of cringy. I don't think I like that. But but if it's something that she, I was like, it has to be something in the comics because they don't usually do stuff like that unless it's in the comics. I didn't mind her power change. Honestly, I thought it was kind of cool. I like I like it. I thought the the whole. <laughs> Her traveling around, she needs to find a new method of transportation. Yeah, just running. I, that's gotta be higher bad off on the, the ground. I. Why did she wait for that traffic light? She she was going over traffic. She she. Can't. I think that was like a stylistic I choice. Know. I, I know. It just it was, it was like it was it was fun though. It it was definitely like a fun sequence. Like it it gave off like Spider Man vibes. Like I feel like this yeah. whole show kind of did. Yeah, but I also. Um, but think anyways, that last episode. No, I no, thought that ahead. like um. Her, her and Biggin scene where they're like, see, we can kind of do, we can kind of do both. Where she has like the big arms and legs. I was like, like yeah, yeah, this is a fine compromise. I don't care too much about the stretchy powers and things yeah. like that. I kind of like the versatility she's got with this power set. I yeah, think it's cool. Especially so that way they can have more creativity on how to use her and Mister Fantastic without being like, why doesn't she do this Mister Fantastic thing, or why doesn't Mister Fantastic do this Kamala Khan thing? Yeah. Uh, costume, best costume. Oh, this the costume, costume looks so Very good. cool. They were just like, yeah, her mom was really, just like, really you need to wear something that looks good. And then I pulls bought out, this off of Etsy. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, did she just make that? Did she buy that? Where'd she get this? And she must have made it because it, it had the, it. the symbol. The right? toffee box on it also. But yeah. It was good. Uh, despite everything else, DC uh, being pieces of feces. Hey, uh, the main thing I want to talk about about this finale is that is the, la- is the closing shot. Because beforehand... Our only inclusion of mutants was our, our Professor Xavier in Doctor Strange's film. And then he done got his head ripped in half. And we're like, oh, wah, wah. guess we'll see mutants in a few years. I guess we're going to see mutants in a few months. Because this final scene, we have Bruno telling uh, Kamala Khan that not only is there something that allows her to have access to the bangle in her uh, genes. There's something else with her genes that's different from the rest of her family. Like a mutation. And then they play the X-Men theme. And I was smiling because I like the X-Men theme. And I think that means that they're going to keep that X-Men theme as the main X-Men theme in the MCU. Also, Kamala Khan That's is cool. mutant, but but the X-Men theme yeah. is so, cool. So is, can she use her powers because she's a mutant? Or is she a mutant on top of her powers? Jackson, we didn't get that answer. We got the, the theme music. and I'm asking it. you because you know everything. Oh, she's not a mutant. She's an inhuman. But they're switching it in the MCU. Oh, okay. Yeah, in the comics, Inhumans have to like undergo some like, process that like uh, yeah unlocks their powers. So like I thought that like she was still an Inhuman. Like okay, I know that they said like you have a mutation in your genes, but I didn't think that that necessarily meant she was a mutant. I know they played the theme and all, but like but I thought theme. like maybe maybe the bangle like attaching to her like was her like unlocking of her powers type business. You know what I mean? Mm. Like that was her pterogenesis or whatever. Yeah, I feel like they could easily play the the pronoun game with her and everything like that. Because at the end, Kamala Khan was even like, "It's just going to be another label," and I think that's a cool well, way for fans to look yeah. at it also. Because like, it doesn't matter if she's X. I think they're or getting rid of. They're, they're, I think they're just retconning Inhumans, right? Because well, I, I Inhumans know. were made in, at least from what I've heard, they were made kind of in response to the fact that Fox owned movie rights to mutants, and Marvel was like. Well, we could make Inhumans, which are pretty much mutants, but they have to go through a process to get their mutant powers. Uh, so now I think that they have the rights. Maybe they're just like, what? Well, they're all like, yeah, Inhuman, mutant. It's just a label. They're I think they'll pro- like Inhumans will be like this select group of mutants who are like, we're doing this thing. And then they like, but I'm sure they'll play like 
a 50 50 because in the comics they were like around at the same time but when mutant mm. when fox owned all of them marvel was like what if we do this and then it was very bad and they're like what if we make black bolt's head explode in multiverse of madness so like i'll buy That's that for gross. a dollar uh and then the final post credit thing we have which i wish more of these disney plus shows did they set up the next thing this one does a phase one sort of end credit scene come on sets up the bed, marvels starts flashing her bangle she taps it switches places with miss marvel or do you she think does she like the 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 harry potter animation did you notice that like when yeah the like weird teleport lines. like the like yeah <laughs> i was like what, what was that okay where are um, we in the, i think in the that ballpark? they swap places. i think they swap places because i think the, so too. definitely the confused carol danvers looked around and saw herself on on the walls you know yeah uh, i don't think that she's like oh if, that, it, was if it was miss marvel Kamala she would have looked at her walls looked down would've and been, been like <laughs> whoa this isn't yeah. me and then probably gone in a mirror and been like whoa the, this isn't the me. scary <laughs> thing though is uh what if <laughs> captain marvel was just in the vacuum of space kamala khan's yeah. dead <laughs> <laughs> kamala khan died kamala no, khan no, will not return in the marvels <laughs> her head blew up in space uh rest in I, peace i think that they need to i really enjoyed seeing carol danvers back put her in more things i know mm-hmm. she's like the super powerful being the suit was cool suit was her cool hair good Three-quarter sleeves. Three-quarter sleeves. Three-quarter sleeves. What you can do? Her wrists are going to get cold. Her wrists uh, don't In get space, cold. I would imagine. In space, no one can hear cold. you get cold. Yeah. Uh, but uh, what do we give <laughs> this show finally out of five plush slots? I think I want to give this like a 4.3. Like it's a really solid entry into the MCU. I was going to give it a four just on the dot. Give it a 4.2. Yeah. yeah. We all enjoyed it to yeah. slightly different degrees. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Jackson, you're the worst. I hated this show. Cynic. You can yeah, tell you by my four out of five. DC fanboy. Uh, no, I thought it, I thought it was good. Um, not a lot wrong with it. Before we switch into the next one, uh, Cameron, what do you think about Thor? Uh, quickly, it's rating out of five. Um, uh, out of five, mm, three point two. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was not uh, a huge fan of it. I didn't. I didn't think it was great. I thought the humor fell flat. I thought that. The visuals were good in some parts, but really bad in other parts. And I think that the storyline didn't fit the overall tone that they were like trying to impose upon it, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know what was good? The Boys. The Boys Season 3. Now, Jackson, I gave Camden the plot baton earlier. I think it's about time I, I hand Camden, give me that pack. Give me that pack. Stop pulling. Stop pulling. Stop pulling. Thank you. Uh, and I, here you go, Jackson. You, Thanks. You, tell me what the plot is for The Boys Season 3. All right. So, uh, Everyone's having a grand old time, you know. They they kind of dealt with the things in season two. Huey's got a job, you know. Everyone's happy, except maybe Butcher. Butcher hates his life because he can't kill soups anymore. He can only maim them, you know. Uh-oh, something happens. They find out who the head popper is. Uh, and then, boom, they're back to the boys, right? Everything goes to shit. Homelander's a psychopath still. Oh, and they're like, we need to kill Homelander. So, who do they go to? The only person that can kill Homelander, or... Ghostbusters! Oh. Ghostbusters. They go to Ghostbusters. No, they go to <laughs> Jensen Ackles, the, char- uh, the the actor that plays Soldier Boy in this comic. And a lot of stuff happens, because Soldier Boy is not the best character. Fab Fab Freddy told me everybody. Neither is fly. everyone. There's some <laughs> divisions between the boys, uh, and between like some of the soups you know we get some side storylines some things wrapped up some things opened up some things we don't know what's going to happen with uh and we get 
get an ending. Jackson, I don't. I I I know summary is a very big word, but normally when I say summary, I'm like lead into the main plot and then stop there. You you somehow always summarize up to the ending without spoiling anything, which is <laughs> phenomenal. That's an amazing know. talent. But you it's always go and then it goes, ends, and then I go. What are you doing here? Some things happened there. Some plots were resolved. Some plots were left little open. Little column A, little we'll column B. Yeah, that's what that's what we're here for. We? <laughs> that's what we're here for. Let's jump into characters it's now. Job. To talk about every single the boys storyline is gonna be. Uh, blah, blah, blah. We'd be here as long as all the episodes were. But to talk about the boys as a collective, uh, the group is back, and we see that each character is kind of going through their own specific sort of struggle in this one. Butcher um, Butcher is struggling with the fact that he wants to kill every superhero. Some things never change. Um, we Classic have Butcher. the fact that um, MM, Mother's Milk, has is like really getting the spotlight this season in terms of character development and growth, in terms of like his um, OCD and how that started kicking in, uh, his obsession with this particular hero of Soldier Boy, which we had referenced last season, but now it's like coming into the forefront because Soldier Boy's in it. And like how much that's affecting him. We also have Huey uh, struggling with the fact that he doesn't want to be the wimp anymore. Uh, and then and uh, becomes addicted to drugs. Drugs. We do it. Classic. We do the drug addiction thing, which is cool. Uh, and then we have Frenchie and Kamiko dealing with what are they? Like, what does it mean? Who are they? Are they the boys? Should they stay or should they go on their own adventure kind of thing? And they have a they have a great partnership and they don't fully explain what it is yet in the show. And it's like the most like infuriating and like enjoyable thing ever. Cause like, what are they? Cause they're so great and nice to each other and everything. And then they have these amazing scenes. There's a musical scene. Uh, oh, also the Russian mob is involved in this, but if that feels a little tacked yeah. on and thrown in there, it's kind of how it is in this season also. But the boys overall, really great standouts. Who's your favorite? The boys of this, of this season. That's a tough question. A very, very tough question. That's why I asked it. That it's a tough question because they're all the boys. Yeah, you know truly, I mean? yeah, they're all the boys. Um, um, if we count Kamiko as the boys, I like. Yeah, I think I liked her arc the best. I like Huey's arc because he looks like Jackson. Thanks. And I was like, oh my god, it's like I'm watching Jackson. It was like watching Jackson in the boys. It was really great. Uh, yeah. I like Butcher because he's like the worst person ever. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he's the worst person ever, but he still gives you a reason to like him. At least, like, he, no, he's like, he's the worst unsuperpowered person in this show because yeah. we'll get into it there's some worse people uh of course the boys are not alone as always starlight is there to help them out because starlight is the inside person for how they can try to stop the seven and fought and everything and starlight has an amazing role in this season of like she's never been the damsel in distress and having to deal with that plus huey's addiction is really fun to watch because she's like i've never thought of you as someone i needed to save I just have the ability to save you, so let me save you. And Huey thinks of this as like a super like emasculating thing. Yeah. But it's really cool to see that like struggle between the two. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm pretty sure Starlight can like burn hotter than the sun for like 20 seconds in that final episode. There's like That's like her cool. powers like if there's enough technology, it's like I don't insane. really know what her powers do. So so I I heard something. So in the comics, she can so she's strong. Apparently, in the comics, she can fly, which we haven't seen yet. At least I don't think. No, she she's floated, right? Well, yeah. When yeah. there was enough energy, but from what I understand, the only thing is she can make flashes in the comics. But in the series, it seems like she can like actually like control the light and like use it to kind of 
push people. Mm -hmm. Not just yeah. push people, but hurt them. Yeah, so I guess we'll see uh, from there on, like, what that means. But um, yeah. another, like, her story is great also. She's much more outspoken in this one, which is great because it sucks seeing her being, like, scared of dying from all the the seven and everything. But with the show starting off in season three, there's, like, four of the seven that are currently not, like, out and about or in rehab or in a hospital mm -hmm. or missing or running away. So there's, like, four of the seven they're doing new recruits and everything. And to see her stand up to Homelander multiple times and just being like, fuck you, you know what? Fuck you, you suck. And Homelander can't do anything because she's co-captain. Right. It's great. Our newest uh, inclusion in this show is Soldier Boy, played by uh, Jansen Ankles. Jansen Ankles, my favorite <laughs> actor. Jankles. Um, I, you know, I love Jensen Ackles. He's 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 good. I heard something funny. Got he, uh, he got very ripped, like worked out a lot for this show. And then apparently uh, Anthony Starr, the guy who plays Homelander, was like, you didn't just ask him to get you a muscle suit? <laughs> and he was like, ah, man, all that work for nothing. But, but he does have some shirtless scenes in this, yeah. so it, it does pay off. It does. It did pay you see off. that boulder of a man. Yeah. Uh, I like that Soldier Boy, in this version, which is a huge departure from like the comics and everything, he's like a, this cool like amalgamation of like, the worst parts of Captain America and somehow also the Winter Soldier because he was tested on by Russian scientists and everything. Mm -hmm. So you get like this this broken, confused person who fought in World War II. But because this is a realistic version of how soldiers would be, you get to hear from executives. He never fought in Normandy. He like stormed it afterwards for pictures. He didn't fight like real. He didn't fight all the time. He like rarely fought actually. So it was cool to see yeah. like that kind of character be like, I stormed Normandy. And then the other characters could be like, no, you didn't. You were a lying sack of shit. <laughs> I mean, we also don't really get a lot of, so when he was experimented on in Russia, he gained powers, but we don't really get an idea of why or how. So he just has super strength in the past, but when they pull him out of Russia, which is where he is, um, he's alive. They thought he was dead. He has this power to take away other soups powers to like vaporize the compound v in their bodies um and we're, it, we don't really get an explanation as to why that can happen but um but that's what but they're like trying it to also use. can sometimes like burn people alive yeah that's instead. what i didn't understand because he he could like sometimes it'll like just take away their powers and other times it'll literally fry them to a crisp yeah so i don't know uh, maybe don't if know it's like extent. it's a controlled blast it just takes away their powers but because we see him control yeah. it a few times, but it's like a cool, like, uh, the bell thing from that one experiment with the dogs to make them salivate. Mm -hmm. Whenever he hears this uh, specific Russian song, and it happens like two or three times in the season, he blacks out and just, like, self-explodes. Which is interesting. Why are people playing Russian songs everywhere? There's no way that they would play that old, like, no <laughs> 60s Russian song <laughs> in multiple places. But uh, mm -hmm. it's really great. Uh, and he has some... Great violent scenes. You know the scene uh, from Falcon and the Winter Soldier where John Walker bashes the dude's uh, heading with the shield and we're like, oh, that's gruesome. What if the camera didn't pan away? That's what this, that's show, what this does. show does. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, it's vile. It's vile. In the best possible way. And then yeah. we also have, last but not least, arguably one of the greatest written uh, television characters, uh, villains for sure, to come out of the recent uh, past 10 years. Homelander. Anthony Starr is back as this nut God, every he's awesome every episode is just like you're you're like how are they gonna deal with this guy because they they can't they can't deal with him he's homelander 
It's also great to see how, you know, how low and high his self-esteem is. Right, with, like, yeah. small things happening. And then he just looks like he'll kill everyone in the room. And someone being like, your approval went up five points. And he's like, yay. And you're like, holy shit, this guy, like, needs approval or kill everyone. Yeah. he's He, he reminds me of myself. Because, like, I'm also, <laughs> like, a psychotic maniac who wants to kill a lot of people all the time. Oh, yeah, I, mean? I get yeah. that. And that's normal, yeah. I think. But then when we say, Camden, you got five, bra- you got five ruby points. <laughs> okay. You're good for another As long day. as I have five roomie points. <laughs> uh, Camden, says when everyone thought you were a psychopath, you went down ten roomie points. Um, Homelander has a son? Yes, which was uh, touched on in season two. D- yeah, I know, but like he's a decent plot point in this season as well. Right. Yes. Butcher was um, the one taking care of him. Ryan. Or not not taking care of him, but visiting him, you know. Uh, being then, the parent figure. Then Butcher did the bad thing, made Ryan angry uh, by... I don't remember what he did. He's just like, well, because he wasn't getting answers on how to find Soldier Boy and everything from Mallory. So as he's walking out, Ryan's like, hey, uh, when can we hang out again? Why can't we talk? And the drugs are messing with both uh, Butcher and Huey's brain. Like they're acting very like out of their own character. Mm, Like Mm. drugs do to people. And so he snaps at Ryan. He's like, have you ever thought maybe I don't like you because you killed my wife? It's just true. I mean, you didn't need to say that, Butcher. You don't say that to a child. (laughs) Yeah. um yeah that's right that's what happened and then so homelander now has now ryan likes homelander now which is very scary and the uh, coolest thing before we jump into our famous segment what works what doesn't work is for the longest time at like the end of season one and then all of season two we've had this sort of we've had the video of the flight where homelander the iconic scene from season one where he's like i'll kill all of you and then he just flies away so that he doesn't die on the plane crash i mean i don't think he would anyways but um They've always threatened, like, you step out of line, we'll do this. And he always has to play kind of by Maeve's or Starlight's, like, game. But there comes a certain point where he he's, like, so obsessed with, like, the points that he has and the control he has at Vought that uh, Starlight's like, I'll post the video. And he just looks at her and, like, do it. I'd rather everyone love me, but if they don't, fear works too. And you're like, oh, he's, like, crazy. Yeah. Oh, kill everyone he's like he's like insane and then That's like the good. final the final scene of the season was just amazing we'll touch on that uh at the I end know. but that's that's that was a great way to leave oh. off the season uh yeah. time to work we'll fall into what works yeah, what, what works doesn't what work jackson want to take us away with this first one uh what works i'm gonna say the character development i feel like every character there was something even butcher in his holiness you know he got something that made mm. you feel terrible about him because we find out about his brother Lenny um, and how he died. So I think what works in the boys specifically is they're not so subtle commentary on like social and political issues. You know, like it's definitely not subtle, but it's also very funny to see all the people who like also can't pick up on it for some reason. They're like, they're not why, aware. Is, why are people bringing up politics in my favorite show, The Boys? It's literally like, all politics. That's the that's the show. Yeah. <laughs> but I think they do a really good job. Yeah. I loved on one of the openings of the episodes where they did the Gal Gadot Imagine singing where it's members of the mm-hmm. seven and then random celebrities. We got our oh, boys yeah, yeah. and Gianni to make a cameo. That was great. Um, it was fun. It, 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 it's so awesome because season two happens and then we went through so much lunacy in the real world. We're like, well, what are they going to do? And we get to see them making fun. They do. They do the fun Kylie Jen- the Kylie Jenner Pepsi commercial with oh, A Train. Yeah. There's a yeah. there's a 
there's a march and policemen are standing there with <laughs> with the shields and it's not even like have a pepsi he uh a train runs between the both of them and then hands him his a train energy drink and he's like together <laughs> we can fix anything a train energy and you're like those are not connected at all but it's so bad because that's what happens in real life mm-hmm. uh and i think it's Funny. cool that the stand-in of these celebrities are superheroes like we're like yeah Arnold Schwarzenegger could never do anything wrong. And then we find out that Arnold Schwarzenegger is actually Homelander. This is real life, by the way. He can uh, he can fly. Yeah. That's terrifying. It's, uh, he's, a, he's a big man, too. Uh-huh. He's like 6'5". Mm-hmm. That old wall of muscle. Um, I think what also works is... No, I'm going to say it. I think we can't do season three without talking about it. So episode six uh is called hero gasm oh. which is based off yeah. of the oh, yeah. uh, iconic boys uh, limited series run it's an orgy it's an orgy for sure um and i'll say honestly with all the warnings and everything i don't know if this was just me i was like oh it wasn't that bad that wasn't that bad right not really there's just a lot of what naked i do people. think is bad is like i think like they kind of over rely on gore in this show a little bit there are some times where you're like... There are like sometimes where you're like, okay, like, I get it. You, I feel like it's a bit much. I Yeah, for sometimes they go for spectacle over substance. I think this has only really been an issue in season three, though. Because for the most part, I can't think yeah. of any specific times where, like, they chose the violent way instead of something else for, like, visual reasons. But we found multiple times in this specific season where, like, when Butcher's doing Tent V and stuff, there's multiple ways of him ending it, and they go through like the most violent version, and then like mm-hmm. when they're catching soups, instead of them just doing something deplorable, they're doing something deplorable in the most like excessively violent way possible, kind of thing. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's the boys. You know, like Gore probably the not boys. gonna, you're not gonna like this show. Uh, penis gets exploded in episode one. That's a that's that works. Well, not the whole dude gets exploded. Yeah, but the penis Through does the first. Penis. Uh, yeah. They made a it full model, there. too. They made a full model Yeah, penis. that was funny. <laughs> and they did a full model cocaine. Uh, there's this one character who yeah. shrinks. He's only in, like, the first episode. But they made the models instead of, like, doing the whole, oh, let's just do a 3D three uh, CGI model of this guy uh, shrunken down. No, they build yeah, a big old pile of cocaine. jumping on a trampoline in a Coke yeah. bag. <laughs> it was That's funny. so funny. Like, they're very creative in this show. But... Yeah creativity isn't always the only thing is it time to jump into what doesn't work yeah let's sure this season ends where this season begins yeah not much was actually has actually happened um except for a few like i don't like that soldier boy is again out of the fold i thought he was a very cool character either kill him or keep him in the show right i mean i think i just hope that they don't do what they did again and be like Oh, Soldier Boys are only oh, hope, Boy's and then he back. comes back the next season to right. do the same exact thing. And That'd be so like, stupid. Yeah, I don't. So, like, either they um, keep him down, or they bring him back for one episode and kill him somehow. I don't know. I right. think something that would be really interesting, since Homelander is currently the main person of Vought, I think he gets experimented on more Soldier Boy, and then Homelander brings him into the Seven as a member. Because at the end of this, Starlight quits. She's not in the Seven anymore, which I thought... Mm-hmm. was a cool way to end it but for every like monumental moment there's also a shift back into like well this didn't get resolved at all like starlander uh starlander, starlander. whoa that's their hashtag home uh, starlight <laughs> leaves uh the seven soldier boy goes back into sleep butcher brings the boys back together in the chrysler building R- ryan leaves another hidden home homelander's crazy mm-hmm. 
Homelander's crazy. Like it, just, like it balances out to be like a very neutral kind of ending. But there's not like any dynamic yeah. thing where you're like, oh crap. Except for except, the ending scene. Yeah. Let's talk about that ending scene real quick. Now we, uh, we have people who still believe that Starlight uh, is uh, trafficking children with the cult or whatever that Kamiko was once established with. We have people who are like extreme neo Nazis who still follow Stormfront, who was a Nazi. And then we have super patriotic Homelander fans. Homefanders, if Homefanders. you will. And uh, Homelander's just going to a random rally. He's like, hey, everyone, let me show you my son, Ryan. And then Ryan lands in front of everyone. <laughs> and you're like, this can't be good, right? This is bad. Now Ryan's in the public. Ryan, this can't be no, good. No, no, Let's clarify. Ryan is flying. Ryan flies they've been, like, down. doing lessons and stuff. Yeah. And it's a controlled flight, too, which is scary because you're like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. Not only is there another super-powered person like Homelander, the public knows about it now. And then uh, Starlight fan throws trash at Ryan. Homelander doesn't even think for a second. He just blows up the dude's head with his laser vision, which for one thing would be terrible because all of his violent acts in public have all either been in his in head his or head. covered up by Vought. But this one actually has. But happened. since he's, he's, he's running Vought, no one can cover it. Like how um, the main Vought guy, uh, Giancarlo Esposito, warned him. Like, no one can cover up your f***-ups now. Everyone sees this. And the scariest part is that everyone is for it. Yeah, all the people started clapping. So it's like... There's absolutely just going to be, like, Homelander can get away with anything and half the world will be okay with it. Did you guys immediately think of that thing that Trump said when he was running for election? Do you remember that? What did he say? When he was like, I could walk down Fifth Avenue and just shoot someone and I wouldn't lose any supporters. And his crowd just, like, cheered him on. I didn't even know that was said, but now that you said yeah, it, like, like, yeah. Like no, I remember, that, like, that when that happened, I was, like, immediately, I was, like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure that that's what that callback was, too, right? Or at the very least, anything any other insane po- politician has ever said mm-hmm. in public mm-hmm. because they have that kind mm-hmm. of power. Yeah. Uh, but that was a, a very cool way to end it with the old classic music playing in the background, which that sound yeah, has already become a meme. Fun. I have I have a couple more things oh, I want to talk about. Go ahead, Jackson. The, the Stan Edgar talk with Homelander. That was cool. I, I still think that was perfect. You are not a god. You are simply bad product. And you can tell how much that just <laughs> gets in Homelander's head. Like, he, he is invincible. John Esposito is just so cool. Such a good actor. And like, Did you see the rumor that he's going to play Professor X? Sorry, not to like jump That out. would actually really? be really that fucking would be pretty cool. They're apparently going to announce it at Comic-Con, Danon, so you better cover that I'm, if that I'm, happens. Yeah, I will be in there like swimwear. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, like, Homelander's, like, this invincible character, but, like, mentally, like, anything gets in, oh, yeah. anything gets in, and it, it, it messes with him. So that was, like, wow, Stan Edgar, despite being in, like, such an inferior position, like, strength-wise, just is always on top. Uh, any of the other thing? Yeah. A-Train got a whole arc uh, with, what was it, Blue yeah, Hawk? Yeah, I like A-Train's arc. I yeah. felt so bad, because imagine... He, so a train uh his heart doesn't work because he took because too he much v, too much v um and Vape. almost had a heart attack um this season he runs really fast to kill this other soup named blue hawk who's like this racist like asshole soup um kills him you hurt his brother right hurt yeah, yeah paralyzed, paralyzed his, his brother. brother um he kills the soup has a heart attack wakes up and ashley's like we gave you his heart because it's a soup's heart. You can run again. And I was just like, that's got to hurt. 
your heart is yeah, now the heart of your like the worst, the worst person. Is, like, his brother like yeah hates him for it too. Yeah. So I feel like A Train's about to have like a good good guy arc next season or yeah. something. Yeah, he's working towards it. Something good because he's good. never been like the worst guy either. Like, there's people who are like pretty irredeemable no matter like how much you do. Like, the Deep is like a funny character, but at the end of the day, he can't a, really redeem what he did at the person. beginning of season one. Person. You know what yeah. I mean? And so, but like, I think A Train, like, yeah, he accidentally like ran through like Huey's girlfriend, but like, so many people get murdered in this show that it's kind of like slowly getting lowered as like a, a list of like terrible acts that I think he's going to be redeemed. I think it's cool because like for him being the super speed based kind of thing, he, it's cool because he's like the stand in of like a super popular athlete kind of thing because he has all these deals with shoes and energy drinks and everything, yeah. but he can't like perform. Yeah. So people are just like homelander just berates him he's like you're getting fat you're useless yeah. and it like sucks it's it's so well, and, and then he he sells like, out that one new member of the seven <laughs> you guys remember that oh, that was him yes yes um so like he did do something bad this season that's what he did he sold out what was the name alex yeah whatever his real superhero name was mr star in his chest guy well now he's mr hole in his chest guy <laughs> yeah mr dead guy killed by homelander mr. dead guy so yeah. Uh, speaking of spoilers, rest in peace, Noir. Although they're gonna bring him back, apparently. Maybe, but I was legitimately shocked when that happened because that was before the big that fight. Was so sad. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that was very sad. Yeah, I didn't. I don't think you could do that much development with a character in those final episodes, then just drop him off and not have something come out of that. It was cool though. I like it. I kind of like that they do that. I mean, at least we got like a yeah. full like origin. Like we know why he can't speak and stuff like that. All in all, don't meet your heroes, kids. Yeah. What do we give the boys yeah. season three? Out of five temporary Vs. I'll give it like a 4.6. That was pretty good. I was going to go 4.3. Oh, really? Jackson, it seemed like you liked the show the most. I was going to give this a 4.5, just right in the... I, you know, it was it was good, but like I... I mean, the, my biggest issue is just how like pretty much it in the grand scheme of things, nothing happened. Stuff yeah. happened, but True. nothing happened. It makes sense. All, all makes we sense. got it was... It was still so there. fun to watch, yeah. and that's why I rated it so high. That's true. Uh, it is very fun. Before we end this, we let's do a little uh, theory. Which one of these two do you think is going to die first, Butcher or Homelander? Butcher, because he he there's a he's a yeah. ticking time bomb now. He could just die at any time. No, we don't know exactly. that. But they said twelve months so, to sixteen months. No, so that's he's why gonna right. he's gonna take permanent V, and he's gonna become a soup himself. And he's gonna hate himself even more, and he's gonna have to sacrifice himself to end up killing Homelander at the end of season five. Anyways, you think it's gonna be a five season show? Yeah, they accidentally said that in an interview or something. They said, there's only five seasons. Oh. Like, the, the actor for Butcher, he was like, like over the next couple seasons, you're going to see, or like something like that. Well, I mean, that doesn't mean that, like, maybe we'll get a six. Yeah, I, well. I think we should get seven seasons for the seven. That'd be perfect. That's a lot of seasons. I'd, I'd watch all of them. Uh, next okay. week, we will be back to cover Comic-Con. For the most part, it's just going to be the news bits, but we'll talk about the experience, um, the free stuff, the minions, the gentle minions, minions. that follow. Uh, and as always, uh, if you like what you see here and you want to see more, follow us on our Instagrams or at Rumi's Talking Movies. We'll also have a just lot Google of... Just Google Rumi's Talking Movies. We're I like the, we're the first, first 20 results. Also, uh, be on the lookout for our social media. We will have a lot of uh interaction for the comic-con coverage so we want to hear from you what you want to see there and uh True. we will see you in the next episode take care have a good one stay classy